Clinton Bush Food Science with a Different Flavor is an innovative and informative show that will cover all facets of food science, culinary arts, food processing, food branding, food marketing, and careers. The show will feature food industry experts and various special guests. If you would like to understand food science and the importance of the flavoring experience, please join Clinton Bush Food Science with a Different Flavor show. Stay tuned. Jasmine, how you doing this afternoon? I'm good, and yourself? I'm doing fine. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Can you uh, give the audience a little information about you, please? So in 2012, I graduated from Westchester University with a bachelor's degree, and I later returned in 2017, graduating with a master's degree in criminal justice. Oh, that's good. So, what profession have you worked in? So, in 2012, when I graduated, I worked as um, therapeutic support staff, um, working with children with behavioral and mental illnesses, um, ranging from young toddlers up until um, 21. Then I later went on to be a behavioral health associate in the psych hospital. And then after leaving the psych hospital, I decided to take my chances with case management. And I moved up the ladder in an organization to lead case manager um, for truancy prevention in Philadelphia. Oh, you have a, a, a very broad uh, background. I like your experience. Let's talk about entrepreneurship. What you got going on in that in that area? So a few months ago, I decided to um, branch out and sell banana pudding. One of my friends was selling dinners, and I said, hey, well, you know what? I'll take on the chances of making your banana pudding for you. So I made the banana pudding, and it was a hit. So um Every weekend to every other weekend, I decided to make banana pudding, package it up, and sell it. Um, I've been doing well. I've been selling banana pudding and strawberry banana pudding. Um, what separates me from some of the people in Philadelphia is that when people are making their puddings, they're not using real fruit. Some of them are using um, pie filling as their fillers in their pudding. So all of the all of the products that I use or um, the fruits that I use are hand-cut and um, freshly produced um, and brought. So that's what separates me from the other people in Philadelphia that's selling um, puddings. The other uh, dessert, con- uh, the other d- dessert uh, concierge. Uh, yes. Let me say this. I forgot to let the... Uh, uh, oh, you never gave us your full name. Or maybe I should do that. Uh, we have Jasmine D. Bush with us uh, as our special uh, guest. And she's going to be talking about 
her uh, putting and her putting company. And Jasmine, by the way, is my youngest daughter. So I'm proud of you that you are a food entrepreneur. So let's go, let's back back up a little. You mentioned something about what separates you from other entrepreneurs or people who making dessert, the kind of dessert you're making. It sounds like you say that you're using uh, all natural and fresh uh, fillings or desserts. I mean, uh, fruit, is that correct? Yes. Okay. You want to, we all ears. You can continue to tell us about your product. And I, I let you know what I think about it based on what I'm hearing. I've been, I've been hearing a lot about your product uh, all over Philadelphia. People telling me how good it is. They traveling all from all parts of the city to get it or do you deliver it? I forgot how this goes. So how is this set up? Give me a little more information on your product, uh, how you make it, the different flavors that's available. And I want to talk about packaging. So let's deal with flavors. And then from flavors, we'll go to packaging. And then we'll talk about distribution and any other thing you want to discuss. Let's start with packaging first. So most people um, that are selling banana puddings are selling their banana puddings um, in eight ounce containers. Um, I normally use a 16 ounce container because I noticed that once people get their eight ounce container, they want more pudding. That's not enough. Um, so with the 16 ounces, your pudding is so good, you decided to do 16 ounces of steady eight because once they start eating eight, they want more. So you give them more, go ahead. So you give them more up front, correct? So they get more up front. Um, and also it's at an affordable rate. Um, each pudding cup is $5 per cup, and that's a 16-ounce um, container that it's in, but I'm pretty sure it weighs over 16 ounces with all of the products that's in it. Um, the, when it comes to the, the flavoring and the pudding itself, most people, if you make a banana pudding, you get banana pudding. So... Um, when, we, when it comes to our strawberry banana pudding, it's not just your ordinary banana pudding. It's a strawberry flavor in your actual pudding. And then it's also strawberries added and bananas added. Um, we use vanilla wafers in it. We also add chestnut cookies to it. So we have um, a variety of options when it comes to the type of cookies you'll receive, the type of fruits that's in there. And as of now, I only have the flavors of banana or strawberry banana. In the near future, I hope to branch out and come up with several other flavors and add more than just cookies to your pudding. 
So, um, in the near future, I just have a lot of ideas. And right now, the putting is advertised on um, social media sites, and people are they can either DM DM me, direct message me on Instagram, or they can text my cell to get a quicker response. Um, all orders are made daily. Um, is it's not made the day before. It's not made uh, a few days in advance. They're made the same day that they're getting out. Um, each time that the puddings are made, by the end of the night, they're sold. Um, over the past few weeks, it's only been a few hours to sell um, anywhere from 75 to 100 puddings. So um, right now, I do the deliveries on my own. And I try to make sure, like, I'll send out a text message to those who are regulars, and I'll post to social media um, in the morning time to let people know what time the pudding will be hitting the street. So by the time um, I'm leaving, the pudding is already pretty much sold, and it may be a few extras if if it's people on the way. Um, all of the pudding is first come, first so first served. So, um, like I said, I'm selling out every, every weekend and the people who are, is people contacting me and I'm like, you know, we'll be back at it next weekend. Um, I want to venture out and do pop-up events and that way people can come and they can buy unlimited quantities until the product is sold out. Um, and then hopefully... Um, with the with the help of the pop up of events, we'll get well. I'll get more known to people, and I can reach out to a broader um, range of people. Well, um, let me say this because I want to be able to address or make comments on everything you said. Just being on this show, you will be known to more people in your audience will uh, increase and your reach will be uh, even more than it is now. So I'm confident in that. But let me say this before I let you finish giving us some more information and we start to uh, address some of these different uh, areas that you mentioned. First of all, I'm very, very proud of you. And I know that you're going to do well. Now, last week, I had a special gentleman on the show. His name was Skip Ross Cam, which is a close friend of mine that I work with. He's a flavor expert in the food industry, just sold his family business that was 122 years old and he's out of Philadelphia and uh, he he does a consultant he's a consultant he has a new company so I know this would be something that he would get a big kick out of and you can I'm going I'm to schedule a show where I can bring both of y'all on the show at the same time so we can have a three way uh conversation uh, about some of the things that 
he's doing, how he's consulting people. And we'll talk about your flavors and your puttings. But I think you're on the right track and you're doing a, a great job. Now, what was you saying before I hit some of these categories that you mentioned about the flavors? And I like your marketing plan too. And, uh, and, and the search social platforms that you're using. I think that's a smart strategy. And I like the packaging. I'm gonna talk about packaging and the flavors too. And I wanna talk about some of your uh, ingredients and some of the other stuff that you said that you wanted to do. But uh, what were you uh, saying bef before I took and uh, added to your uh, comments? So then also in the near future, um, I plan to make this something big um, and I wanted to look into getting a storefront. And with that idea, I wanted to get in, in the business of having my own storefront and possibly having a putting bar. Um, the first putting bar that would even exist in Philadelphia. Um, and giving people the options of creating their own their own putting their own ingredients in their pudding. So making their pudding their own way. Of course I would still have my 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 core flavors, the strawberry banana and the regular banana, and hope to add a few more flavors that'll just be core puddings and then also have a pudding bar where people can add in, they can choose a base pudding and then they can also add toppings to the puddings and fillings in their puddings and possibly be say, served in the same portion of the 16-ounce container. Um, okay. once Let me comment on that strawberry banana, because every time I hear you say that strawberry banana, your dad is going to have to taste that. But it reminds me of a strawberry banana smoothie every time I hear the word strawberry banana. Now, in terms of your this pudding bar, uh, I understand that uh, concept very well as being a former ice cream shop owner. Uh, what we call that in, 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 in the ice cream field is the toppings, we call that variegates and occlusions. Variegates is candy and syrup that you would add to a dessert. Inclusions would be cookies, like your vanilla wafers and your cheese cookies, uh, and nuts. The chessmen. Yeah, nuts and cookies, and uh, that would be considered inclusions. Variegates would be your candy and your syrups that would cover some of them categories. I think that it would, would be a brilliant uh, ideal in business. And I also think uh, having a, a online presence outside of social market, doing something in e-commerce would be a smart business uh, strategy. So I like the social media platforms that you're using and working in the feeds. What I would tell you to do 
the advice I would give you to grow your business on on the revenue side would be continue to do what you're doing on social media. Use Instagram, DM, our Facebook. Use those different social media platforms. But I would also tell you, I would use Facebook Marketplace and I will use Facebook ads along with the with your uh, regular uh, social media feeds. And then I would do a e-commerce. I would uh, design me a website. I will have a website where I can feature my products too. So if you look at your social marketing, your social market uh, platform, your social media um, platforms with social marketing, media marketing, along with e-commerce, I think that would set, because with the e-commerce uh, platform or strategy, you would be able to reach people on a nationwide basis and then the issue will becoming will become packaging and then distribution. And you probably can do that on some kind of dry ice or some uh, thermal containers in terms of shipping. And that's something else I can help you with too. And then some of my uh, colleagues could give us uh we can put you on the right track on that in, in that area. I think that would is a low a low cost that you can uh, really make a lot of damage. When I say damage, I'm talking about really get your product out there. Uh, starting a a e-commerce business, promoting your selling your uh, putting and then the social media platform that you're using I think is an excellent uh, strategy and I think the other thing that I would like to help you with is uh, start thinking in terms of a logo for your uh, your puttings uh, your branding so we want to work on food branding uh and food marketing. I think if we do that, you'll be in excellent uh, shape because I've been hearing a lot about your your puttings. Your puttings made it all the way to Jacksonville, Florida. And for the <laughs> audience, we just want them to know that you are located and headquartered in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes. So... I think you got an excellent product. I like that. And the name of your company, company or your puttings is called Puttings by who? By Puttin'. Puttings by Puttin'. Puttings by Puttin'. Okay, that's let me correct. let... Go ahead. I was saying that's correct. So the name okay. actually came from the fact that we're delivering Puttin'. 
And also, um, as a child, I had a few friends who would call me Putin. So all of it just worked out and went together um, to be to create that name, Putin by Putin. And every time <laughs> we're out making deliveries, um, we use our own slang. And I would say, you know, I'm out putting pushing. Who's ready for some putting? Oh, I like that. I like that tagline. So yeah, we. I came love out- that tag. Tagline. So, have you uh, tagged your packaging yet? I haven't. Go ahead. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to invite your product to the food lab so we can run your uh, uh, product through the food lab and see all the things we need to do with it. But I heard that the flavor and the, the product itself is is on point that is delicious so everybody is having fun with your product and they say it's very delicious so i think we we run it through my lab through the food lab and then uh we'll be ready to really make some noise with your putting by putting so i want everybody on the podcast to to understand they heard it first on Clinton Bush food science with a different flavor. Puttin's by Puttin. And you got three flavors now. You got the regular banana, Puttin, and you got strawberry banana. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. It was right now. Um, I have one in mind um, that should be coming out, but I have to do my test run. Um, to make sure everything um, goes How are you doing this afternoon? I'm good in yourself. I'm doing fine. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Can you uh, give the audience a little information about you, please? So in 2012, I graduated from Westchester University with a bachelor's degree. And I later returned in 2017, graduating with a master's degree in criminal justice. Oh, that's good. So, what profession have you worked in? So, in 2012, when I graduated, I worked as a therapeutic support staff, um, working with children with behavioral and mental illnesses, um, ranging from young toddlers up until um, 21. Then I later went on to be a behavioral health associate in a psych hospital. And then after leaving the psych hospital, I decided to take my chances with case management. And I moved up the ladder in an organization to lead case manager um, for truancy prevention in Philadelphia. Oh, you have a, 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 a very broad uh, background. 
I like your experience. Let's talk about entrepreneurship. What you got going on in that in that area? So a few months ago, I decided to um, branch out and sell banana pudding. One of my friends was selling dinners, and I see, hey, well, you know what? I'll take on the chances of making your banana pudding for you. So I made the banana pudding, and it was a hit. So um, every weekend to every other weekend, I decided to make banana pudding, package it up, and sell it. Um, I've been doing well. I've been selling banana pudding and strawberry banana pudding. Um, what separates me from some of the people in Philadelphia is that when people are making their puddings, they're not using real fruit. Some of them are using um, pie filling as their fillers in their pudding. So all of the all of the products that I use or um, the fruits that I use are hand cut and um, freshly produced um, and brought. So that's what separates me from the other people in Philadelphia that's selling um, puddings. The other uh, dessert cunt. Uh, the other d- dessert uh, concierge. Uh, yes. Let me say this. I forgot to let the... Uh, uh, oh, you never gave us your full name. Or maybe I should do that. Uh, we have <laughs> Jasmine D. Bush with us uh, as our special uh, guest. And she's going to be talking about her uh, putting and her putting company. And Jasmine, by the way, is my youngest daughter. So I'm proud of you that you are a food entrepreneur. So let's go, let's back back up a little. You mentioned something about what separates you from other entrepreneurs or people who making dessert, the kind of dessert you're making. It sounds like you say that you're using uh, all natural and fresh uh, fillings or desserts. I mean, uh, fruit. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. You want to? We all ears. You can continue to tell us about your product, and I I let you know what I think about it based on what I'm hearing. I've been I've been hearing a lot about your product uh, all over Philadelphia. People telling me how good it is. They traveling all from all parts of the city to get it, or do you deliver it? I forgot how this goes. So how is this set up? Give me a little more information on your product, uh, how you make it, the different flavors, that's available, and I want to talk about packaging. So let's deal with flavors, and then from flavors, we'll go to packaging, and then we'll talk about distribution. And any other thing you want to discuss? Let's start with packaging first. So most people um, that are selling banana puddings are selling their banana puddings um, in eight ounce containers. Um, I normally use a 16 ounce container because I noticed that once people get their eight ounce container, they want more pudding. That's not enough. 
Um, so with the 16 so ounces. Your putting is so good, you decided to do 16 ounces instead of eight because once they start eating eight, they want more. So you give That's them more. Go ahead. So you give them more up front. Correct. So they get more up front. Um, and also, it's at an affordable rate. Um, each putting cup is $5 per cup, and that's a 16-ounce um, container that it's in, but I'm pretty sure it weighs over 16 ounces with all of the products that's in it. Um, the, when it comes to the, the flavoring and the putting itself, most people... If you make a banana pudding, you get banana pudding. So um, when we, when it comes to our strawberry banana pudding, it's not just your ordinary banana pudding. It's a strawberry flavor in your actual pudding. And then it's also strawberries added and bananas added. Um, we use vanilla wafers in it. We also add chestnut cookies to it. So we have... Um, a variety of options when it comes to the type of cookies you'll receive, the type of fruits that's in there. And as of now, I only have the flavors of banana or strawberry banana. In the near future, I hope to branch out and come up with several other flavors and add more than just cookies to your pudding. So um, in the near future, I just have a lot of ideas and right now, the putting is advertised on um, social media sites, and people are they can either DM DM me, direct message me on Instagram, or they can text my cell to get a quicker response. Um, all orders are made daily. Um, is it's not made the day before. It's not made uh, a few days in advance. They're made the same day that they're getting out. Um, each time that the puddings are made, by the end of the night, they're sold. Um, over the past few weeks, it's only been a few hours to sell um, anywhere from 75 to 100 puddings. So um, right now, I do the deliveries on my own. And I try to make sure, like, I'll send out a text message to those who are regulars, and I'll post to social media um, in the morning time to let people know what time the pudding will be hitting the street. So by the time um, I'm leaving, the pudding is already pretty much sold, and it may be a few extras if if it's people on the way. Um, all of the pudding is first come, first so first served. So, um, like I said, I'm selling out every every weekend, and the people who are is people contacting me, and I'm like, you know, we'll be back at it next weekend. Um, I want to venture out and do pop up events, and that way people can come and they can buy unlimited quantities until the product is sold out, um, and then hopefully. Um, with the with the help of the pop up of events, we'll get well. I'll get more known to people, and I can reach out to a broader um, range of people. Well, um, let me say this because I want to be able 
to address or make comments on everything you said. Just being on this show, you will be known to more people and your audience will uh, increase and your reach will be uh, even more than it is now. So I'm confident in that. But let me say this before I let you finish giving us some more information and we start to uh, address some of these different uh, areas that you mentioned. First of all, I'm very, very proud of you. And I know that you're going to do well. Now, last week, I had a special gentleman on the show. His name was Skip Ross Cam, which is a close friend of mine that I work with. He's a flavor expert in the food industry, just sold his family business that was 122 years old. And he's out of Philadelphia. And uh, he, he does a consultant. He's a consultant. He has a new company. So I know this would be something that he would get a big kick out of. And you can, I'm going I'm to schedule a show where I can bring both of y'all on the show at the same time. So we can have a three-way uh, conversation uh, about some of the things that he's doing, how he's consulting people. And we'll talk about your flavors and your puddings. But I think you're on the right track and you're doing a, a great job. Now, what was you saying before I hit some of these categories that you mentioned about the flavors? And I like your marketing plan, too. And uh in the search social platforms that you're using. I think that's a smart strategy. And I like the packaging. I'm going to talk about packaging and the flavors too. And I want to talk about some of your uh, ingredients and some of the other stuff that you say that you want to do. But uh, what were you uh, saying bef before I took and uh, added to your uh, comments. So then also in the near future, um, I plan to make this something big. Um, and I wanted to look into getting a storefront. And with that idea, I wanted to get in, in the business of having my own storefront and possibly having a putting bar. Um, the first putting bar that would even exist in Philadelphia um, and giving people the options of creating their own, their own, putting their own ingredients in their pudding. So making their pudding their own way. Of course, I would still have my, my, my core flavors, the strawberry banana and the regular banana and hope to add a few more flavors that would just be core puddings and then also have a pudding bar where people can add and they can choose a base pudding and then they can also add toppings to the puddings and fillings in their puddings and possibly be say, served in the same portion of the 16-ounce container. Um, okay. once Let me comment on that strawberry banana because every time I hear you say that strawberry banana, 
your dad is going to have to taste that. But it reminds me of a strawberry banana smoothie. Every time I hear the word strawberry banana. Now, in terms of your this pudding bar, uh, I understand that uh, concept very well as being a former ice cream shop owner. Uh, what we call that in, 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 in the ice cream field is the toppings, we call that variegates and occlusions. Variegates is candy and syrup that you would add to a dessert. Inclusions would be cookies, like your vanilla wafers and your cheese cookies, uh, and nuts. The chessmen. Yeah, nuts and cookies, and uh, that would be considered inclusions. Variegates would be your candy and your syrups that would cover some of them categories. I think that it would, would be a brilliant uh, ideal in business. And I also think uh, having a, a online presence outside of social market, doing something in e-commerce would be a smart business uh, strategy. So I like the social media platforms that you're using and working in the feeds. What I would tell you to do, the advice I would give you to grow your business on, on the revenue side would be continue to do what you're doing on social media. Use Instagram, DM, uh, Facebook. Use those different social media platforms. But I would also tell you, I would use Facebook Marketplace and I will use Facebook ads along with, the, with your uh, regular uh, social media feeds. And then I would do a e-commerce. I would uh, design me a website. I will have a website where I can feature my products too. So if you look at your social marketing, your social market uh, platform, your social media uh, platforms with social marketing, media marketing, along with e-commerce, I think that would set, because with the e-commerce uh, platform or strategy, you would be able to reach people on a nationwide basis. And then the issue will become, will become packaging and then distribution. And you probably do that on some kind of dry out or some uh, thermal containers in terms of shipping. And that's something else I can help you with too. And then some of my uh, colleagues could give us, uh, we can put you on the right track on that in, in that area. I think that would is a low a low cost that you can uh, really make a lot of damage 
when I say damage, I'm talking about really get your product out there. Uh, starting a, a e-commerce business, promoting your, selling your uh, putting, and then the social media platform that you're using, I think is an excellent uh, strategy. And I think the other thing that I would like to help you with is uh, start thinking in terms of a logo for your uh, your puttings, uh, your branding. So we want to work on food branding uh, and food marketing. I think if we do that, you'll be in excellent uh, shape because I've been hearing a lot about your your puttings. Your puttings made it all the way to Jacksonville, Florida. And for the audience, we just want them to know that you are located and headquartered in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes. So I think you got an excellent product. I like that. And the name of your company or your puttings is called Puttings by Who? By Pudding. Puddings by Pudding. Puttings by putting. Okay, that's let me correct. let. Go ahead. I was saying that's correct. So the name okay. actually came from the fact that we're delivering putting. And also, um, as a child, I had a few friends who would call me putting. So all of it just worked out and went together um, to be to create that name, putting by putting. And every time <laughs> we're out making deliveries, um, we use our own slang and I would say, you know, I'm out putting pushing. Who's ready for some putting? Oh, I like that. I like that tagline. So, yeah, we I came love out- that tagline. Tag so, have you uh, tagged your packaging yet? So I haven't. Go ahead. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to invite your product to the food lab so we can run your uh, uh, product through the food lab and see all the things we need to do with it. But I heard that the flavor and the the product itself is is on point. That is delicious. So everybody is having fun with your product. And they say it's very delicious. So I think we we run it through my lab, through the food lab, and then... Uh, We'll be ready to really make some noise with your putting by putting. So I want everybody on the podcast to, to understand they heard it first on Clinton Bush Food Science with a different flavor. Puttings by putting. And you got three flavors now. You got the regular banana. Putting and you got strawberry banana. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. It was right now. Um, I have one in mind um, that should be coming out, but I have to do my test run um, to make sure everything um, goes according.
Hello, Podcast Nation. We're ready for the sixth episode. And we're going to do a recap of one of our previous shows. And I just want to ask all of you who had the privilege to make the Father's Day recipe that Chef Keith shared with us. The watermelon jicama coleslaw. Well, I know I didn't. She let the cat out of the bag again. So that lets y'all know I did not have the coleslaw for Father's Day. But I'm sure Sonya has a reason why I didn't have it. Although the, my Father's Day was an awesome Father's Day. Well, first of all, I couldn't get past the name Hickama. I was like, watermelon and Hickama coleslaw? What the heck is Hickama? Hickama is actually a Mexican yam. Well, let me tell you what, Mr. Bush. I did my research. And it says that Hickama tastes like a savory apple. That makes sense. So, and it's something that you can actually eat raw. So, but I panicked because of the word jicama because I never heard of it before. And it's um, such a unique name. So, I, I really just wasn't sure if I could pull off that coleslaw and it be edible. <laughs> So I figured I better just hold off on that and, and practice first before, you know, I, I serve you some watermelon and jicama coleslaw. But guess what else I found out about jicama? We all air Sonya. Well, first of all, I had to learn how to spell it <laughs> because as I was doing my research, I couldn't find it in the search engine because I was spelling it the wrong way. Well, how was you smelling it, son? I was spelling it with an H. I was spelling it just like it sound. I but guess that makes sense. So that's where I started. But it's actually spelled with a J. Well, I think I'm going to agree with you. I think if I would have did a search engine, I would have the same thing you did. I would have looked for an H because that's how it sound. But now, thinking, since it's a Mexican... Yam, Mexican, you know how they words, you know right, their language. Right, their J yeah. sounds like an H. H. Right. Like Jose and all of that. <laughs> yeah. See, I went to school. <laughs> so, uh, but what I found out was very interesting. It has actually a ton of health benefits. So I thought it was very interesting when Chef Keith mentioned that um, it's good for the brain. It promotes good brain health. But when I did my research, I found all this other stuff, which the brain is very important. So we are interested in finding out what did you find out? Okay. Well, hold on to your seat and your all ears, right? Yes. All right, so 
The benefits of jicama are that jicama is full of healthy, boosting vitamins and minerals. It boosts the immune system. It supports eye and skin health. It helps with anti-inflammatory action, reduce arthritis, and even helps the stuffy nose. It's low in sodium. It supports heart health and maintains healthy um, weight. It's high in fiber, great for weight loss. It's excellent for lowering cholesterol and it stabilizes blood sugar levels. And this amazed me as well, 22% of the daily recommended allowance of iron it provides. It's full of potassium, calcium, and magnesium. It supports nerve functioning. It helps form red blood cells. It fights foreign viruses and bacteria. And of course, it promotes healthy brain functioning. I guess you need to start. No, I'm going to start making me some watermelon jicama coleslaw. All of those health benefits are I, I need that now. And I know our listening audience can benefit from that watermelon jicama coleslaw. Yes, yeah, so, you know, especially with all of the um, high heart diseases, high blood pressure, diabetes, um, you know, so it really, it, it helps with the blood sugar levels. So, I mean, that's really some great benefits. And I know everybody always talk about weight loss. You know, so it helps to maintain healthy weight. So, I mean, it really has some great benefits. It's just unbelievable how many benefits it has. Should have took over the show again, y'all. Now, the last time she was on, she told me I was, I hit her lines, but she actually did a uh, excellent job. I didn't expect all of this from her. She almost sounds, she sounds like a, a dietitian and uh, a weight loss coach and all of it wrapped in. So you did an excellent job, Miss Sonya. Mr. Bush. Yeah, so the next thing is that um, I haven't looked for it in the grocery stores yet. So, but I'm pretty sure, you know, we would have to look for it in a larger supermarket or either um, a Mexican, Latin, you know, type of a supermarket as well. That we might have to find it there. So, um, I'll keep you posted on where I find jicama. (laughs) It sounds like, yeah. I don't want to call their names out because they're not sponsors yet. Oh, Podcast Nation, I just want to thank y'all guys for tuning in. Y'all been showing us a lot of love. And so I just want to remind you to... 
continue to subscribe and check us out. And I want to put this in, give y'all update. You can now listen to the podcast on Google Podcast, also on Anchor. So we appreciate everything Anchors have been doing. And you can catch us on Apple I, HomePod, and Google Home. Only thing you have to do is ask Siri to find us or ask Google to find us. And the podcast will pop up. We're on Stitcher. We're also on Pocket Cast and Radio Public. So each week, we add in more platforms so you have many platforms to listen to us. And also, we are on Android Auto. So you can listen to us in your car. Right. So please, 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 please subscribe. We we need you to subscribe to the podcast. The podcast is for for you and it's for us um, just to grow and learn together. So once again, please don't forget to subscribe. So also, Chef Keith had mentioned some of the trends. So some of the trends that really um, interested me was chefs turning into farmers and then plant-based protein. So what do you think about that, Mr. Bush? Awesome. Because right now, Chef Keith is our second guest that mentioned trends in uh, the uh, marketplace now. People are really concerned about eating healthy and cutting their consumption of meats and eating a lot of plant-based proteins. And they eating natural vegetables and uh, organic. So I was very impressed with that. And then when you're growing, and a lot of folks are starting to grow their own organic vegetables as well as the chefs. So that's good that we are eating healthy. Yes, because both of us actually have um, friends and family that are actually starting to do that. So that is starting to become a, a trend. And so, and I can remember, you know, years ago growing up, my, my dad would always have a garden. And it was something that when mom was in the kitchen cooking, that he would walk out and go behind the garage to the garden and come back with a handful of collard greens and tomatoes and peppers that we could just sit right there, cut up and and cook. And that that was a beautiful thing. You know, just to walk out back and not have to to, um, necessarily go to a supermarket, but to have it right there at your fingertips. And you know what? It had a different taste. 
No chemicals. <laughs> no chemicals. So that was really, really good, and it was an experience. But it seems like that we are getting back to that trend again. So, so I think that's a good thing, though, because now we're all thinking about healthy and, you know, we're living longer now. And so definitely, if we want to live longer, we want to be able to put our, our best foot forward with doing that. And you know I have a passion for working with kids. But one thing that y'all really haven't get, got a chance to to uh, understand, Sonya has a passion. She don't say it, but she does have a passion with children and youngsters pursuing their dreams and their careers. So you want to talk about what Chef Keith shared with us about him working at a pine store? The career? He was- no, it's just one thing that always interested me with um, with the different careers based around a chef. Because, you know, I always thought that when you were a chef, you work in a restaurant. You either own your own restaurant or you work in a restaurant. So, but what I found out that with being a chef, there are several different careers you could actually pursue. So, um, and then one of them would be product development chef, which I get real excited to make sure up-and-coming chefs know about that particular chef because that's a chef that works behind the scenes to help us develop sauces. Like when you go out to a restaurant, if it's a sauce that they're using, that they're bringing in, or if you're doing a, a particular frozen dinner, and they got a special sauce or a special way the meat is prepared or or the dish is prepared. That's what we call a product development chef. Right. And so, and then they can even get into um, food marketing and branding. That's exactly right, Sonia. You learned a lot over the years in this industry. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one um, was uh, food scientist. So, and um, and I I remember seeing the. Do you remember the the TV show they did on McDonald's when they were talking about the chefs and how they work in the kitchen and you know with developing product and all of that you know inside the kitchen. So I thought that was very interesting as well. So it's just amazing all of the different facets. Um, and you remember when we used to go down to the restaurant show and they'd be cooking on the appliances? Mm-hmm. Chef, man, the meals be looking delicious. <laughs> right. So just because you're a chef, I found out that it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to work in a restaurant. That's good, Sonia. This was a 
of really a formative sh- uh, show today. You brought a lot of value with the health. I mean, I'm still, I can't, I'm trying to wrap, wrap my hand, my head around what you said and the research that you did for our, our listeners. But I I want everyone to uh, send me a email or text message on whether or not if you was able to make the uh, watermelon hickam coleslaw and what did you think? Yes, please um, write reviews. Um, let us know what you think, what you think about the podcast, what you think about that watermelon and jicama coleslaw, which I can't wait to try. So please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Now, if you notice, we was just doing our thing, but I can't let her get away without mentioning this. Now, the last time she was on the show, she promised that, no, she identified, let me say that, say it that way. She identified that we had three, I named three different uh, episodes that I could cover. So, I needed to come back and, and co-host these episodes with me. And so, if you think that Sonya should come back or y'all would like to have her back, y'all send me the email so I can show her. Like I told you, because she keeps trying to say this is the second one, but the first one she did with me was actually ground zero, was the starting place. So actually she owed me three. She keeps saying she owed me maybe one. Right, this is number two, Mr. Bush. I need you to know how to count. <laughs> See, here she go botching the numbers up again. Oh, now I'm inflating the numbers. That's exactly what you're doing, Miss Sonya. Yeah, okay. So if you all want to have me back, please subscribe and let us know. Please send in the email so I can show her. I'm like, I know what I'm, because sometimes we need a referee. Like, man, let the people decide. So you just want to prove, prove me wrong. Is that it? No, I just want, want you to be able to do the episodes. Uh, No, I want you to keep your word on the episodes. So I'm not trying to prove you wrong. Because when you're on the show, I noticed the people get excited because I'm looking at the numbers. That's why I'm thanking them for tuning in. So I know that our listeners get blessed when you're on the show because you bring a certain flavor to it. Although I bring a different flavor, you bring a certain flavor. So I want y'all to be the judge. All right, I enjoyed spending this time with you, Mr. Bush. Thank you, Miss Sonya. And remember, Clinton Bush, different flavor show. Tune in, share with your friends. We love y'all guys. We see you next week. Bye bye.